Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Kyle Richards, a.k.a. Tater Deluxe. This is my co-host, Micah Brown, a.k.a. Micah Raway. What's up, my dude? What's up, dude? What's up, dude? <laughs> hey. Uh, welcome to Abstract Sports, where we bring sports back to life from abstract yet popular angles. If you've been around listening, you know what I mean when I say that. But this is episode 27, coming at you live on Twitch. If you're curious what a live video broadcast of this podcast is like, Find and follow us on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash abstractsports. We go live every Wednesday, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, but yeah, we're going to dive right into this thing. The last couple episodes have been a little bit longer than we'd like. Um, so we're going to just... We're chatty and it's too, we have too much fun with it. So we're, we're going to try to condense this down. I don't think we're going to go super fast, but we're going to jam-pack this hour full of just great content. So Jamming. We're going to just ride it out, man. Cramming. <laughs> Jamming and cramming. Jamming and cramming. I like that. Those are my two of my favorite things. This is uh, why they're too long. I just randomly go off. And <laughs> I feel like we both do, but that's okay. Um, it's awesome. I can see the reflection of the setup in your in your eyes. It lets people know. Oh, you can see Jacob. You can see Jacob's nude, nude drawing of himself. <laughs> that is beautiful. I'm thinking thumbnail. Nice and tight. That's going to be a thumbnail right there. <laughs> if you look into your eyes and your reflection, you get like an infinite mica going on. <laughs> Just what everybody wanted. Unlimited me, me, me. <laughs> so to start off things, we're going to talk a little bit about... We want to make a shorter podcast. Here's yeah. how. <laughs> yeah. Here we are already adding minutes to our time. No, that's okay. That was very entertaining for everybody. Um, so to start off, I want to talk about our trip to Kansas City we had this weekend. In the last episode, we talked about how we were going to go to Kansas City for a weekend, visit our friend Gavin. Shenanigans. Uh, and it was a dang good time. Like, I don't know about you, but I, I really loved Kansas City. I don't have anything bad to say about that place. The people were really nice. Um, tons of diversity, a lot of things to do. Um, I don't know, all good things. What are your thoughts about it? It's a city. It's a city. <laughs> It, I I did like Kansas City. It's it's big enough to be a city, but it wasn't huge. Yeah, it wasn't. It seemed like there was like pockets of. Yeah, I've definitely been to city. the bigger that, cities, right? That are more like spread out and more city and then neighborhood. Whereas Kansas City was city, mini city, mini city, mini city, mini city, mini city. Yeah, it did seem kind of that way. Mini cities all over the place. Um, yeah, it wasn't crazy big. We walked a lot of places. Yeah, we were able to walk. I mean, our friend was like a 20-minute walk from a good spot in Kansas City. Yep, so. One of the many cities inside <laughs> Kansas City. They had a Tesla dealer there. They did. We went and checked that out. I actually, I didn't post the photo on the Facebook page, but uh, I brought the Abstract Sports website up on the browser and the Tesla because you have like your little internet browser there. It was a little slow, but I pulled it up and let it load, and I left it there so that all the potential rich buyers can see what we've created. <laughs> What a time to be alive. Yeah. Sports and cars. Oh my goodness, this is a beautiful thing. But for me, it was my first time flying. I had no issues with it. Um, I actually enjoyed it. It seemed kind of normal, honestly, because you know I've ridden on a, on like those big buses for like several hours. I think my longest bus ride was like 15 hours, and that was terrible. This had a better view, though. Yeah, this had a much better view. I was that that was like I was so giddy about that. Um, just being able to see over the top of everything. It kind of sucked when we were coming back from Kansas City and I was hoping to see some things, but cloud cover kind of prevented all of that. Um, At one point I looked over to him when we were coming into Salt Lake to land 
And he just looks over at me and he goes, this is my new favorite thing. <laughs> it's true. Like now under I'm, his breath, just like, it's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing ever. But it, it's just one of those things where I'd never done it before. And so it kind of prevented me from doing things in other places of the country because I just didn't have that comfortable feeling about flying by myself or really with anybody. So it was nice we got this out of the way for me. Um, but other things about Kansas City, the barbecue was freaking Ooh. amazing. It lives uh, up to the hype. Pretty much what they're known for. Um, we did catch a Kansas City Royals game, which was also very exciting. Um, I got some videos put up on the Facebook page about that. And I also did record a whole bunch of clips on like the flight there, the flight back, and everything in between. I tried to get just different things so that I could put together a vlog. And I hope to edit that over the next week and get it up before next episode for something to share. Um, we also checked out a World War One museum, which was really cool. The World War One museum in, in the United States. In the United States, I guess there's a bigger one in like where it was like Asia somewhere. Yeah, but this is like certified by the government to be the U.S. World War One museum. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool artifacts, and I think some of my favorite things were uh, reading some of the journal entries from soldiers at that time. Like it was, it was pretty crazy because a lot of the things they would mention is like all I would, all I really want right now is an American cigarette. Yeah. Send me some, uh, <laughs> some Albert and a can, Fed Albert. Yeah, <laughs> Prince Albert and can. And they had some of those. <laughs> they had some of those on display too. Not, not those, but the other things. Um, <laughs> uh, the golden nuggets people miss out on. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I had a really good time. I definitely hope to go back and maybe the next couple of years. I don't know. It's kind of hard to go there every year there's many other places to go yeah too many obligations yeah there's a lot of stuff going on um but i definitely enjoyed the trip to kansas city and uh now we're gonna dive right into the first segment of the podcast i didn't create an image for it but this is the first <laughs> mike is just always disappointed in me it hurts i put all my heart and soul into this podcast i can tell and you just show up on Wednesdays, <laughs> play on your phone, and drink beer while I'm over here slaving away. That's it's the true. opposite, actually. I, it's kind of the opposite. Yeah, I show up, play on my phone, drink beer. No, I don't really do that much before the podcast, but um, I did not make the image, and that's one thing I should have done. But anyways... I don't know how to make the image, that's my excuse. <laughs> so this is the first edition <laughs> of Microwaves Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Cue graphic. Oh, wait. Yeah, no graphics uh, today. Anyway, uh, pretend there's a graphic there. Um, so, hot topic number one. So, put your uh, put your timers to popcorn setting. There you go. So, last week we talked about the, uh, the what's it called? I forget what they're calling it. The scandal. Adidas NCAA basketball scandal where they were scandal. bribing coaches and assistant coaches to... Funnel, funnel players into certain schools that were sponsored by Adidas, and Louisville was one of those four main schools that was mentioned. It was an assistant coach and a coach, another mysterious coach, coach number two. Turns out Rick Pitino, head oh, coach, Rick. the coach, the head coach was coach number two. All tricky, Rick. So uh, he really messed up a good thing he had going here. Uh, so at first it was a staffer, but now it's him. So, uh, what's the take you can take away from this? You can't kill a vampire with silver. You can only get him fired. Zing. So, <laughs> it's an original joke. I thought that was pretty funny. It is nice. I uh, like that. Yeah. So, your popcorn's now done out of the microwave. Now it's time for Pizza Bites. Mmm. Tasty. 
This is my hot take, Kyle. Oh, the hot take. I don't know if you've heard this. Sizzling hot takes. Let's go. Somehow, some way, I just know it. I feel it. I'm, I'm sure you do, too. You feel it. I'm feeling it. In your heart. Okay, so he's going to mess this up. They're going to mess it up. Kyle. What are they going to mess up? They got Russell. They got Paul. They got Melo. They got Steven Adams, who I really like. And I'm not a basketball guy, but I like Steven Adams. I like that he's Australian. Yeah. But Australian, Mike. He ain't no Kiwi. <laughs> and they got some other guys. That's five. <laughs> some other guys, yeah. That's one way of putting it. They're going to mess it up. It's got Mello, Russ, PG-13. Adams. That's Adams. That's a pretty formidable four, and your other guy's five. I feel like we're missing somebody. We're missing somebody? You can keep keep talking. I'm anyway. Look. That's a pretty good team. They should be able to beat anybody they want. But somehow, some way, they're going to mess it up. And I'm not even sure they're going to make the West Coast Finals. It's Andre Robertson. He's nobody to... Yeah, other people at five. Like you said, <laughs> we had it right the first time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> He's not really an anybody, but, you know. But imagine this, Kyle. I'm ready for it. Playoffs. Game five or seven, depending on the series. <laughs> right. You know, win or go home. Okay, see down mm, two points. Two points. They're okay. Down two points. So they gotta take a long shot. Yeah, take a long shot to win because we don't want overtime. <laughs> Nobody goes for that. Nobody goes for overtime. You go for the win. Okay, see so has the ball to inbound. You know, Stephen Adams is passing it in. Yeah, because he's tall. Oh, you've got Mello, Russ, PG thirteen, all on the floor. Superstars. All superstars. All want to be clutch. All want the ball. It's true. Who gets the ball? Who gets the ball, Kyle? Um. <laughs> exactly. It's it's so hard to answer. Yeah. I'm, They're just running in circles. Adams is freaking out. He's like, oh, where do I go? Where do I go? He just crushes the ball. Technical foul crushing the ball. Okay, see loses. <laughs> Technical foul crushing the ball. That's got to be a rule. No, that is a really tough an- question to answer. I mean... I like the thing that we described earlier where it's like literally Steven Adams trying to pass the ball in and everybody's like, hey, over here. Hey, hit me. I'm open. And not, and the ball just doesn't come because they're all – I mean, you can't guard all of them equally. you got to double team one of them or maybe just put a good defender on each of them and Maybe it's that five miss. guy that just misses the ball. Maybe. Because you know why Russ isn't inbounding the ball? He's, he was the MVP. He don't do that. And he ignores people clapping for the ball. It's true. <laughs> and then they leave for a different team. Just like people do on 2K to me. I'll be like, hey, I'm open. And they'll just like take the shot themselves. I'm like, what the heck? I'm trying to average 40. I didn't know Russ played 2K. Now I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a really good question. But I think it's the beauty of having that many good players. Because then you have two decoys. You can run like a double pick screen cyclone thing and have one guy come off and you don't know which one it's going to be necessarily. But are they going to be okay being decoys? Or are they going to have to rotate who's decoy and who's not? Yeah, that is, that's something that I'm, I'm stoked to see. There's some, there's some egos going on there. Yes. They're going to have some role issues, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, it does go back to who's going to take the last shot, but also like who's going to be the pure scorer because all three of those guys are pure scorers. Um, it's kind of tough because none of them have really been the facilitators. I mean, Westbrook, you know, he obviously averaged a triple-double. He he gets assists. He passes the ball. But 
He was also the only guy on the team. Yeah, and I, I so think Adams. Adams okay. Where he was, he was averaging a lot of points. If he brought his point number down and upped his assist total, I think that team could be extremely dangerous. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they're going to have to take some compromises. They're going to find a way to mess it up. That's true. It's all laid out in front of them. It's all good to go, but they're going to find a way to mess it up. Well, I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. But uh, So those are Microwaves Hot Topics. Yeah. Next time, we're going to have a graphic. Uh, as for now, we're going to move on to the next segment. Your pizza bite's probably burnt. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't, the, the, the buzzer never went off. <laughs> beep. 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 <laughs> Uh, that's my best microwave, imp- microwave ah! impression. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some other sports. Actually, it's not another sport. It's basketball again. Oh, but but the hot topic, figure. that was a good hot topic, though. Um, hot topic. Makes for a good transition. So we're going to talk about how the NBA preseason has started. Um, that's really the, just the excitement there. There's not much else. Um, you get to see Lonzo Ball in action where games sort of matter. They're not so much like summer league games. Um, but... Yeah, so that means it's just that much closer. The season starts, I believe, on the 16th, 17th of October. Um, and not long after that, we're going to a couple games, which we're super excited about. The Thunder being the one of those games on October 21st. So hopefully we get to see some of those those problems that you just mentioned in the hot topics. Um, throw a microwave on the court. <laughs> just in rage. I told you this would happen. <laughs> then, the, yeah, the mystery comes out. What was with the microwave? And then abstract sports just gets big, thanks to hot topics. Uh, but, yeah, NBA preseason started. Lakers are playing the Nuggets right now. I believe there's one other game going on, but it's all about the Lakers. So, uh, <laughs> The other big thing that happened in the NBA over the last week was Russell Westbrook getting paid big time. How much did he pay, Kyle? He got paid. Well, okay, it's a, it's a five- to six-year contract. I, I think it's five years. Uh, $205 million over five years. Is that right? That's right, right? What would I do with $205 million? <laughs> Retire? Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, probably. After five years. Yeah, you have to do the contract first. But $205 million. Okay, let's think about this a little bit. $41 million a year. $41 million a year. That's more than Kobe ever made in a year. More than he made in a two-year span in most of his career, honestly. It's more than I'm going to make in my lifetime. (laughs) We're just not good enough at basketball. Maybe. Maybe you can change that. Yeah, you can change that. Just donate. Just donate. Hit that donate button. (laughs) Increase our salary (laughs) from zero to better than zero. Let's be Russ. Let's be Russ. (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh. (laughs) That'd be insane. You know, I get 75-25, right? Just kidding. Adam. It's his podcast, so we'll, we'll figure that out when, we, when the bridge when the bridge is built for us to cross it. I'll beg for scraps off of this table. <laughs> God, please. <laughs> I'll keep doing podcasts with you. Remember the time we did some podcasts together. <laughs> so, <Family. laughs> to, put, <laughs> to put this in more perspective, um, the last year of his contract to make ends meet, he's going to be making a little more than the first few years. He's going to be, Russell Westbrook is going to be making, here's the exact number, thanks ESPN for the stats, $568,292,000 per game. Okay? And one way that I like that some statisticians look at this number is like how many points they make throughout their, the season, and then they divide that number with 
the the amount they make that year, and they like to come up with a, a number for like how much each point was worth, and then they like try to value a player on if that was if that's a good deal or not. Um, and I think just the, the player that Westbrook is, where he can impact the game in so many different ways, they look at his stats, they look at that number as being a good number because of how much he is making an impact for their franchise. But that five hundred sixty-eight thousand dollars—that's more than MJ made in his entire rookie season. He makes that per game. He makes that per game for an entire year, the last year of his contract. And you know, MJ made five hundred fifty his entire rookie season. This is a guy who came out of college, won a championship at the Tar Heels, and is making that. But obviously times have changed. Basketball is a much bigger business than it used to be. Times have changed, but have they changed that much? <laughs> God, over a half mil per game. I, I would expect after five years, anything less than a championship is a disappointment. Yeah. For the, that amount of money. Yeah, so the fact they haven't won a championship, I mean, there's a lot of potential, but... I don't know. I mean, I guess they see the valuation in, in Russell Westbrook's Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, staying with OKC um, for the rest of his career, or at least five years. It's not even his whole career. That's so much money. But um, I guess NBA players don't have deals that are more than a handful of years, anyways. Anymore, they don't have like ten-year deals in the NBA. They only play for like fifteen. Um, but yeah, that's insane. That's an insane amount. That's and man. and if that doesn't seem like enough, he just assigned like a new ten year extension with the Jordan brand. That's you know, you know that these it's, these like outside deals are sometimes more than or they can be more. I mean, that's more how it is for boxing, but that's a big deal with the Jordan brand too. Um, I mean, Michael that's Jordan. So much money. Michael Jordan has come out and said that what Westbrook is sort of West like. Westbrook. What's Westbrook? I can't stop doing that now. Um, he's like the only guy in the NBA that can be a face of the Jordan brand because of the way he plays. He has that same determination to want to win. Hyper-aggressive. Yeah. And so, I mean, it makes sense that he got that huge extension. But, man, he's a rich dude. Plus, he's got a fashion line that he's selling and making more cash on the side. Like, how how do you get paid that much money and still have a side gig? Like, is come he, on. Is he going to be the next player billionaire? <laughs> like MJ? Dude, that's a lot of money. I, I, a lot of money. I mean, over five years, he's going to have that much. Play. He's got to have, you know, several millions already saved up. Yeah, he, and he's probably closer to half bill than he is a quarter bill. I'm curious to find that out. After five, anyway. You know what? I'm going to ask Google right now. How much is Russell Westbrook West, worth? Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. $344 million. $344 million, And that's as of July 3rd, 2016. That's not even... Including this contract that he's making, forty-one million a year. So that put that up to at least four hundred million. Good lord! That doesn't count as fashion gig. He just started, plus the ten-year extension. So three forty-four million as of a little over a year ago. The Dude, rich get richer. Let's get political. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> jealous. Get, you want to get political? We can go there. I dedicated my life, my talent to nothing, and I should get a piece of that pot. Just yeah, I don't feel that way. No, good kudos to him. He yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely earned it, and he's in a field that we have no business being in. Um, but heck, so that's that, a lot of money, though. <laughs> just hey, hey, Westbrook, if you're watching this, if you could just pay off my student loans, man, like I'll buy a jersey of yours every year. <laughs> I'll wear your shoes. I'll I'll buy all your gear every year if you pay off my student I'll loans. I'll plunge your toilets. I'll wipe your butt, man. <laughs> like, I will whatever do whatever you need me to do. <laughs> I'll clean I, your entire house. I'll lick your shoes clean. Oh, man. I don't care. 
Dude, that... I, if, Whatever. Yeah. If all we're asking about is just have our student loans paid off, this guy's like, you know what? I think I'm going to make a new pair of jeans. Get at me, Russ. Yeah. Oh, man. Russell, Russell Westbrook's new assistant, Mike Orowave. <laughs> You'll just be like his his guy who helps him change in the in the like for his fashion gig. Like you know what? I need somebody over here. We'll get you over here, dude. If, if my job for him was stand next to that wall, I'm gonna hit you in the face with basketballs over there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds like after week. Okay, <laughs> my lady. Whatever you say, Mister Westbrook. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, Russell Westbrook is a rich dude. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, other things going on in the NBA uh, recently. Adam Silver announced that the the league is no longer going to be doing East versus West, or at least for the foreseeable future, for the All Star Game. They're not going to do East versus West like the normal format. Um, what are they going to do instead? So they're going to do basically a captain, like a captain for each side, and they pick the team like playground style. Oh, so like NFL fantasy football. Yeah, how they had like Deion okay. Sanders and Michael Irvin doing that stuff, and Jerry Rice. Okay. Um, but there's this article that I that one of my friends wrote. It's on DapperSports.com. Shout out Dapper Sports. Um, I'm not entirely sure how how up to how much these guys have been putting in work, but they did a an article. It was an open letter to NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. And I'm going to share this in the chat right now so that anybody who comes through watches this video, um, they can find this in the chat and check it out. But he made some really cool suggestions, and it sounds like they're trying to go this way. I don't know if it's because they saw his letter, but I imagine they got like a ton of letters yeah. from people. Um, so his solution is basically invite each player to play for their charity of choice. I mean, yeah, if you're making five hundred thousand dollars a game, yeah, and then like whatever team wins, whatever team wins gets a bigger chunk of money to go towards their charities. Um, so that, that's basically how one of his solutions. And then he said give each quarter of the game an incentive and raise the stakes as the game progresses. So, like, first quarter is worth this much money, so it, like, makes you work harder and harder as the game goes on, which I think is a brilliant idea. Keeps the guys playing. Yeah, and because, I mean, that's one thing I've... I've never really enjoyed watching the All-Star game because it turns into, like, no defense and just, like, a dunk fest and... Uh, you do do get cool things like Kobe going up against LeBron for the like last time in the All Star game, where it's like that's not meant to be super competitive, but like symbolic, I guess, of like passing the torch. It's now your league. It's yours. Now go get a two hundred million dollar contract. It's now your league, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> um, and then he goes on to explain like why he makes these choices, and I think it's it's smart, and it, I hope they go in a in, in a direction like that. Um, so give that article a check, like just check it out, uh, dappersports.com, go to the sports section, it should be one of the top articles yeah, there. Um, I don't know, I mean, I, I'm excited for that, I, I, I hope to catch an all-star game one of these days, if it ever comes close enough, or, or if we can find cheap tickets or something, that'd be really cool to go see. You'll have to get an airplane for the fourth time. Yeah. Fifth time. <laughs> Fifth time, yeah. Fifth time. Um, but I think that'd be worth it. Maybe even just the dunk contest and skills challenge. That'd be fun, too. So, <laughs> but those are, like, the main stories going on in the NBA. I did, I don't know if I told you this story um, off the video or off, off the podcast, but I saw this Instagram video from Iman Shumpert. Uh, he, you know, he plays on the Cavs. He's one of the, the hair. he used to be, like, a three-point champion. Um, 
He's a good role player for the Cavs. But he put out this video on Instagram where he's talking about how people treat professional athletes. And uh, it kind of like, it's the whole bringing sports back to life. Like, you know, treating these players like they're actual people instead of like this icon up on a pedestal. And he's mostly joking. But he was like, treating professional athletes like normal people, it's like, if you treat them like normal people, you're going to get a normal response from them. Like, hey man, my name's Kyle. Nice to meet you. Be like, hi, I'm Iman. You know, you'll, he'll shake your hand because you're like treating him like a normal dude. Um, but he was telling this example where he comes out of his hotel room. He's going down through the lobby and somebody in the lobby is like, you look like a basketball player. And he's like, I usually start my morning with good morning. And he walks away. <laughs> so it's kind of like a, like a, is he saying he wants to be treated more normal? I, I think like, so. Like, he wants wants LeBron to come into my office and be like, oh, hey, LeBron. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, Mike? I mean, something like that, but I, I think he kind of takes offense to, like, when people don't recognize him. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a basketball player. It's like, yeah, but who am I? Who who am I really? So, like... Yeah, but remember <laughs> when you were a kid and you're at Walmart or whatever store you shopped at? Sears, Kmart, I don't know, Target... <laughs> And you see your teacher outside of school. I do remember that. And you're like, what the hell? It just <laughs> blows your mind that this person exists right. outside of school. I, I can see how a lot of people, not to, not to fault them, but they're just right. like, you exist outside of television. Oh, my God. You're bigger than you look on TV. Oh, you're huge. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I get that he would kind of want to be treated normally. That's what he's going for, but... Mm. You gotta understand people are gonna freak out. Like, <laughs> right. it doesn't no, happen to you every day. I think that's a really good example because, like, when you're in like or grade school and you see your teacher out and about, you look at them as like this authority figure that they just teach school and that's all they do. They they sleep there. They don't yeah. go home to a family. They just teach. That's because yeah. I mean you don't know. You're just dumb like that when you're little. You too eat hamburger helper, I see. You know, oh. Or whatever you eat, I don't know. And that's where you start forming judgments of people like, oh, my teacher eats hamburger helper? I'm pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know up. they liked bananas. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring them a banana oh. instead of an apple next time, huh? They like Angel Soft instead of Charmin. Okay. <laughs> Just a little respect for them, but you know. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. But no, that's a really good comparison. And I always think, like, you know, when I'm bored or like trying to take a nap or just being like I'm not really thinking about anything I I end up thinking of like what I would say to uh, a celebrity that I've looked up to or an athlete I try to think of what I would say if I ran into them in public so I can be prepared for that moment I mean it's kind of like this it's stupid I should be thinking about it but like when I see them I want to like make a good impression that like I know who they are and like I want to show how much I respect them without coming off like oh my gosh you're Kobe Bryant Kobe Here. Bryant, what are your opinions on the iPhone 10? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just ask him something that's like, I don't know, like, it's really hard to think. What would you do? Like, who would, first of all, who would you, like, be excited to see in public as, like, a celebrity or an athlete or somebody like that? Can you think of anybody? Um, getting my brain out of basketball because we've been talking about Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, like, Peyton, Brady... Maybe Breeze. Breeze looks like a normal guy, though. Yeah, he's I feel like it'd be pretty six, easy to get along with. Um, Mariota, just because I'm a fan. Right. I, I probably wouldn't know what to say. It's so hard to think about. Like, I do a football guy. Like, 
sign this because I'm greedy. <laughs> yeah. Here, sign this shirt that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. It'd be like, want to come over for dinner? <laughs> Honestly, that's a really good thing. Want to come have dinner? <laughs> want to go grab a bite? Want to go to Starbucks? Dude, yeah. I think any way that, like... Orange mocha frappuccino? <laughs> mocha choke bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a really good good thing to say because then you're like, you're being kind. You're inviting them over like they're a normal human being. You want to make them dinner or your wife can make them dinner. Well, you, you <laughs> However, see videos of them and the, like the, the biggest interaction with fans is they come over to fans just... And they get close and it's merchandise shoved in their face. It's true. Like... Sign this, sign this, sign this, sign this, sign mm-hmm. this, sign my baby. I want to <laughs> get a picture with my daughter. Selfie. I want to seem cool because I have this autograph. Or I, I could see a, a bigger name athlete, like some guy, just like, "Hey, we'll go Starbucks." Be like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do that." And then you you get in their fancy car and you go to Starbucks. Yeah, you meet up. <laughs> you don't tell people where you're going, and you go. You end up going to Dunkin' Donuts. So. <laughs> Because you know the Starbucks is going to be swarmed. Every Starbucks in town is going to be swarmed, so you go to Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. I can see that happening. Just, yeah. They're just like, oh my God. Because like, I mean, I'm real, you're real, let's be real together. Yeah, let's have coffee. Let's yeah. talk about important adult things. Yeah. And not talk about their sport. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. How are your kids doing? <laughs> see, I, I feel inclined to like bring up sports just because. How's but... your portfolio? So, because it, <laughs> yeah, because like, you know, you can. <laughs> When you meet somebody for the first time, you ask them, like, what do you do? It's like, well, I already know what you do. Uh, but, like, to relate it to them, like, so what, how's your training been going lately? Yeah. Or Flu season's coming. Did you get your shot? <laughs> Did you get your shot? <laughs> <laughs> Just bring it that far back, like, uh, oh, shoot, I gotta go grocery shopping. Oh, no. You need anything? <laughs> <laughs> I'll mail it to you. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. Uh, I think that's always a really cool conversation to have. It makes you think outside the box, and it's probably never going to happen. But in case it does, I think you should be prepared to say something, whether it's, oh. I'm, I'm going to start my training today that if I ever see a big name uh, sports celebrity that I'm prepared and don't freak out. You should. It's, it's good practice. Just, <sighs> just breathe. Post a picture on a mirror and just start. <clears throat> Star football. Starbucks football. Starbucks. Just, like, have a football on you at all times. Here, catch. Yes, sign the- No, catch. Sign no catch. Yeah. Resist uh, the urge to ask for an autograph. Yeah, so Iman Shumpert kinda made me go through those motions again, like, what would I say? Yeah. This got a little weird. But it did. Yeah. But I, yeah, anyways. Abstract, sorry, it's, not weird. Abstract. So, totally different. Yeah. My phone's blown up over here, all different kinds of ways, different colors and apps and things. But anyways. Is that a good thing? Yeah, I think it's a good thing. Okay. Just Snapchat. Oh. <laughs> Neutral thing. Yes. Uh, so still on the topic of basketball, and it's something that isn't as popular just by nature, and I think that's pretty much the best way I can put it. Um, WNBA Finals Game 5 is tonight, and I'm actually going to pull this up right now. Um, not many people watch WNBA. It's I feel like it's just not as fast-paced. It's not as entertaining. Um, and I don't know any of the players. I, th- I think that's kind of a... Well, I'll bless you. <sighs> Sorry. Welcome back. Live broadcast. Uh, it's all good. Knows things happen. Boogers happen. But I, I feel like it's it also maybe because I don't know many players in the WNBA, so I don't have much of a connection. Um, but I would say that if there was a WNBA team here, 
<laughs> Mike has got sneezes. Got stuff in my nose. He's got the sneezes going on. But I feel like if I if I had like a WNBA team in my city, I would probably go to the games, and it would help me get to know the players a little bit more, and I can uh, appreciate it a little bit more than just watching it on TV. And a lot of times the games aren't even broadcast on TV. Um, but to give an update on the game right now, the Los Angeles Sparks are playing the Minnesota Lynx in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Lynx are up 60-56, to 56, and this is a, a winner-go-home type of situation. Winner takes the championship. It's, it's the end. And end of the road. They only do five games. I think that's due to budget. Um, they're, they're not really all that big. And uh, I remember one of the bigger players in the WNBA mentioning that in order to make this sport big, WNBA big, it needs to get, what was the word, like recognized or it needs to be publicized. It needs to be like put into the media more because it doesn't really make any headlines. It's always like NBA, NFL, MLB, all dudes. Like if shows would start to make like a WNBA segment in their show yeah. and talk about it more in depth, people can start to appreciate it more. Instead of giving a half hour to LeBron crashing Dwayne Wade's interview, yeah, they give... 10 minutes of that and like, 20 to the, the actual competition. Yeah, but like valuable time to these these players who put all their they put their lives and effort into this and uh, and they don't get noticed when it's like a game that that lives off of having fans. Yeah. In order in order for them to get paid, they need people to fill the seats. And so you see a lot of times in the NBA players will go buy like a like a whole bunch of tickets and give them out for free to people so that they're still getting their money. It's just not authentic. Yeah. It's not like it's happening organically. So, but yeah, anyways, that's a whole different can of worms, I think, with the WNBA. What are your thoughts in the chat? Hit us up. Yeah, feel free to let us know. Um, I mean, the way that... I like the way that... Um, I mean, to just expand on this discussion a little bit more, I liked how... I, I like how college sports do things with basketball. What do you mean? They'll have like a double header sometimes. Oh. Or they'll do like they'll have a, a women's basketball game right ahead of the men's, and if you come to the women's, you get like, I mean, you get a free popcorn. You can get certain things, or like when we would go to the Vandal games, they they doesn't matter if it was a women's game or a men's game, they would always do this free pizza handout thing. And at the women's games, it was easier to get the pizza because there weren't as many people there, and so they would just let people know there were going to be these deals. And so we would go, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure how many you went to, but, like, I would go to, I went to a handful while I was there. Um, and it was mostly just because it was the precursor to the men's, and we could get all this free stuff. <laughs> um, but I think that's one way of, like, very subtly forcing the women's section into the spotlight a little more. So I wonder if the WNBA and the NBA could team up and do, like, televised doubleheaders or something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of logistics there, but there's a lot of things going on there. I don't know. I don't know either. I say <laughs> make it its own thing. Change the sport a little bit. Add trampolines? No, lower the rim two feet. Oh, I see. Because they have women that can dunk, but a very select elite few. You lower that two feet. A lot more dunks in the WNBA and it gets a lot more in your face. And they could have a dunk contest, too? Yeah, their own. yeah. I like that. Yeah. But, yeah, let us know what your suggestions are. Make the um, court smaller a little bit. Because, like, 
make it coming, more fast. Yeah, coming from a, a fan who's not a huge fan of the NBA, not that I hate it, right? Just it's not my sport. We've been talked a lot about it. Yeah, that's we, my we, bad. We've, we've talked about this. Like, I'm not a huge NBA guy. I'm really not a WNBA guy. And I've 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 seen a game. I've tried to watch a game. It's not as quick. It's not as exciting. I know that's kind of shallow. And the fo- the the following of the WNBA, WNBA is more like oh well it's more fundamental fundamental based yeah I don't know that I don't get that I don't appreciate that and that's going to be a lot of the fan base I think it's and true. that's kind of the market you need to tap mm-hmm. the people there for the entertainment value I watch the NBA playoffs for the entertainment value because everybody's playing hard everybody wants to win it it means something yeah I don't watch the NBA regular season because it's kind of like me with. Baseball. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you don't get all those those special things in regular season because you know maybe the game doesn't matter. Like you so. know that every play counts. Yeah, you know every play counts. So I watch the playoffs and I get it. WNBA, NBA playoffs. I don't care about the fundamentals. I want to see LeBron just dad dick somebody and just <laughs> just just ruin his day. You know, yeah. and just eat it. Right. Kind of thing, and you don't get that in the WNBA. A lot of ever. that is athleticism and just general speed yeah, of the that, game. Yeah, that's what I'm after, and that's that's the market that they need to tap, I think, in order to become popular. Make it, make it different. I like that because there's there's not a huge market for people in it to be like, you know, what I want to watch today, the fundamentals of basketball. <laughs> yeah. Even basketball players probably don't even want to be like, I want to watch the fundamentals of basketball. Right. No. Make it different. Make it different. I like yeah. that idea. I wonder if they could do, like, a beta test on that for, like, a year. See how it goes. They could. They try to play clock in baseball. Yeah. They're I mean, playing at a university basketball court. You could just... I mean, if I some know. if something's broken, you got to try and fix it. And yeah. WNBA is a little bit broken in the sense that they don't have a following enough, and they need to be tapping those those outlets like you're mentioning, yeah. like high entertainment value. Um, get Add a sixth player on the court. Some, I don't know. Anything. Just something. Something. Because <laughs> whatever you're doing isn't working... And it's not going to change. Yeah, I it's think really that's not. a good call. Nice suggestions. I appreciate all I, those. I points. feel like that was proactive. That was very. It good. wasn't just me hating on the W. Right, that was very good. I yeah. appreciate that. A bunch of women don't get. I would watch that. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, Brittany Grimer, she'd be like three feet above the rim, and yeah. so she'd like she could like dive through the hoop. Yeah, that would be awesome. I want to see that. <laughs> women fighting over getting dunked on, getting their feelings hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> You bet. <laughs> then you can allow fights, like in hockey. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, uh, there we go. Maybe not quite that far, but uh, I like not. what you're. I like what you're doing. There. Right. Speaking of which, I know this isn't with our outline. Oh, it's because I didn't put it in there. <laughs> the NHL starts today. That's today. Kyle, I don't know if you know this, but hockey is a beautiful sport. Hockey is a great sport. I've been to a couple games before, semi-pro in Spokane, but still very entertaining stuff. Yeah, it's. It's very fast-paced. It's very physical. It's low-scoring, which I think a lot of people can't get over. Yeah. But the more you watch it, I feel like the more you appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's different than any of the major American sports, being football and basketball and baseball. It's it's low-scoring of baseball with the fast pace of basketball and the physicalness of football. Mm-hmm. So if you like two or all three of those things, you'll probably like hockey yeah. if you give it a good go. Yeah, I think one of my favorite things about it is that the periods are 20 minutes without stop. Yeah, you just go. And, I mean, I don't even... They can call timeouts. They but can call timeouts. There's stoppages if the puck leaves the rink. 
um, if there's a goal, if there's a penalty called. But other than that, there's no. It's it's like basketball. It's possession. You just you're going back and forth, going back and forth, going back and forth, going back and forth <laughs> until something major happens. Mm-hmm. Whereas like football, it's three seconds, four seconds of action, and then thirty seconds of nothing. Yeah, and they've they've. I mean, there's certain elements to hockey that other sports just don't have, like. Uh, when you get penalized, you get taken out of the game, so it kind of throws off the status quo a little bit. Yeah. So the team who who's getting penalized can go can actually lose because of that. Yeah. You messing discipline. up, you doing something stupid hurts your team for two minutes. Yeah. For a significant portion of the game, you're down a man. It's that's what they call a power play. Yeah. That's a. I mean, football. You mess up, you cost them yards. It's not quite as detrimental as taking a player out of the game completely, especially in a lineup that has, like, how many players in a hockey lineup? Like six, including a goalie? Seven? Uh, yeah, six, including a goalie. It's five on five, and then goalies. Uh, goalies can't do certain things, though, so. Right. But, yeah, I think the little things, little nuances within hockey are what make it so entertaining. Going back to the WNBA point, it's like, make some little changes to the rules that are to make it different than a normal basketball game. Mm-hmm. Um to make it a little more entertaining. I think hockey has those things. Yeah. Just on a, a side note, my favorite thing to watch about hockey is the mind-blowing hand-eye coordination. It is insane. It I, is ridiculous. I can't even keep track of the puck most of the times at a game. There, I mean, you think basketball, you got to be precise on your shots, football, precise on passes, and you do. Right. No. Hockey, <laughs> this is a little piece of rubber going 100 miles an hour, and they're just like batting out of the air with a stick that's longer than they are tall. Just, <laughs> nope. And really thin. It's yeah, like really this. thin. While they're skating backwards at 20 miles an hour, it's just, when you see it live, you really start to understand what's going on. You can kind of catch a little bit of that live when you really start to like do the logistics. You're like, yeah, this guy's 6'1", skating at 18 miles an hour backwards, with a stick, and he hit that puck out of the air to I, redirect it into the goal, past a goalie, and like all while, all the while he's like aiming that puck. It's not yeah. like he's just like slapping it towards the goal. He's like, okay, I see a gap above his right shoulder. I'm gonna go top shelf. Yeah, like, the flick. puck's flying at me. Any, I feel like any nerd could like hockey just for the precision aspect. Yeah, of it. it's it has no equal. It's and, ridiculous. And I mean, one thing that, I mean, when I was little, I used to have like a little hockey goal and it was had like this hockey, like a goalie that was like a plastic thing in front of the actual goal. So mm-hmm. you had to try and make it between his legs or between his arms and his limbs. And that, just that alone of, as a training exercise lets you know how precise of a sport it can be. It's insane. It's like, I have to try and get it over this little, like into this hole above his head. Like how do I even get it up there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. Give hockey an honest try, like yeah. really give it a go. I definitely recommend that. And if it's if you can find a rivalry game, mm. those are just like added energy to everything. As you know, as, if you're a sports fan, you so. like fights, you're gonna get fights. <laughs> I mean, my my coolest experience at a hockey game, and not saying that I that fighting is my favorite thing about the sport, but uh, I went to the Spokane Chiefs mm-hmm. and the Tri City Americans. Americans, yeah, I can't remember the team names, but I was there. Um, and basically right from the face off at the beginning of the game, this is like a big rivalry in, in Washington it's big. and they dropped the puck and literally everybody on the ice dropped their gloves and their sticks and just started punching each other. 
for like a solid five minutes and like the refs just kind of let it happen because it's like well what are you gonna do nobody else is paying attention and so they just kind of mediated this giant fight on the ice yeah <laughs> and that's what it is the the spokane chiefs sell a shirt that says uh, spokane hockey want to fight just to kind of play off that but right it's imagine josh norman and odell beckham are playing each other like they did and they got on each other's nerves and they were just able to punch it out. Like drop their helmets and just yeah. punch. Just go until, you know, there's a winner. <laughs> and the refs are just like, okay, go for it. Yeah. And at the end of it, it's all better. They go back to playing. You know, you got your butt kicked. Yeah. It's okay. It, it's just one of those things. Yeah, that, that's what it is. It's just, there's going to be tensions. It's a physical sport. It's a quick sport. There's going to be tensions. A lot of testosterone in the mix. It's got to vent somehow, and that's how it vents. Yeah. I... In a I very just, entertaining way. I put MLB. I meant to put NHL. But um, we'll try to keep on top of some hockey stuff as well going yes. forward. Um, obviously, I want to get Micah's favorite sports in the mix. We talked about a lot of basketball today. And uh, I'm, I'm ready to bring on more sports. So let's hockey. do it. Watch hockey. Hockey. Watch hockey. It's good. Um, so not really anything for college basketball. We'll just skip right over that. Um, season's coming up. Teams are practicing again. It's about all we need to know. So we know. Somewhere down the road you'll hear about some things there. Um, but the other thing that's been in the – it's not really in the news. It's just like a known fact. MLB postseason has begun. Um, There's a wild card game on right now. There is. I'm going to pull up the score. Um, the National League wild card, the Yankees beat the Twins 8-4. to um, Aaron Judge got a home run in that in that game, and I think he's going to be a big part of the Yankees going forward in the playoffs. I mean, they got a full seven-game series yeah. ahead of them. It's really unfortunate for Minnesota. They were the first team in MLB history to, correct me if I'm wrong, viewers, I think this is a fact, uh, first team to come back next season after losing 100-plus games to make the playoffs in the next season. Holy Which is pretty remarkable. That's, that's quite the turnaround. Yeah, that's crazy. It uh, looks like the Diamondbacks are leading the Rockies 6-4 to four in the top of the fifth in yeah. a win-or-go-home game. That might be a game we pull up right after this spot, this broadcast here. Yeah. There's some um, hockey games going on, though, Kyle. Hockey. Of course, they're not win-or-go-home. It's just the beginning of the hockey season. So Yeah, we can... Yeah, something to be said about win-or-go-home games. We can start with postseason yeah. of baseball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 6-4 to four is going on right now. Um, you said, where's the... Oh, it's top of the fifth. Yep, top no of the outs. fifth. No outs. They just hit a dinger? No, that was a hard Oh, one. that was earlier. Okay. Woo! I hope that that audio didn't play. I don't think it was. But <laughs> if it did, everything's really mixed uh, up right now. Sorry, viewers. Websites have a problem these days. This is a small tangent. Don't play automatic audio on your website. I mean, I notice this especially more because of Twitch broadcasting. It messes with your, your stuff. Ugh, websites doing that is the most annoying thing. CNN is the worst. CNN is the worst. Uh, just one more quick update. WNBA, 72-66. to 66. Lynx are still ahead of the Sparks with five, almost six minutes to go. Uh, definitely check that out. But yeah, so Yankees going on to play the Windians. The Windians. Good luck, Yankees. Yeah, that's, that was my first thought. I was like, <laughs> good luck with that. Good luck. <laughs> uh, they put up a lot of wins this year. And, and they hungry. Ooh, they hungry. After last, last yeah, postseason. They, they, they want to win. The Yankees are... <clears throat> I mean, they got that home run power, but, I mean, Aaron Judge is, like, the the thing with that team. He's yeah. bring the, it. New York's bullpen's okay. Yeah. They're, they're above average, to say the least, but, I don't know, I feel like Cleveland has something to prove, yeah, which they do. 
you're gonna bring that extra fire to the to yeah. the field. Yeah. So that'll be a fun one to follow. Um, yeah, Rockies at Diamondbacks. We actually we saw the Diamondbacks this weekend. We did in Kansas City, and uh, the game we went to, the Royals beat them. Yeah. Uh, but the game the next day, the Diamondbacks got the best of them. So, yeah, that's what's going on in baseball. I'm excited for some postseason stuff. I mean, what's cool about just the sports seasons is that like you get like one phasing out while one's coming in. So like. Well, if you think that if you don't like to watch regular season games, you can still watch some high energy games over mm-hmm. here in this other sport. Um, kind of makes the cycle good. Give hockey a chance. Hockey season starting up, and that Give season goes chance. right in line with basketball too. So it does like, they play in the same arenas? Same arenas, uh, same number of games. Post uh, postseason happens around the same time. I think the Stanley Cup is like a week before the NBA Finals. Yes, yeah, it coincides. And so. Maybe that's why I never really got into hockey so big because I was so big into basketball. But, I mean, that's if right. you got games going on, like pick a hockey a hockey game and a basketball game watch them both. I think it's a good thing to try out. Um, I challenge you. If your favorite basketball team is not playing, watch a hockey game. There you go. Like on an off day or something. Yeah. So transitioning into football, there's we don't really have a ton to talk about in football. I imagine we'll, we will uh, – oh, um, I never played this. I'm just going to skip it. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I like the graphics. I like them, too. I feel more inclined to use them when people are actually in the chat. Oh, yeah, we missed the them. baseball thing. Yeah, that's okay, though. Here, we'll play just for fun. Baseball. For you listening, you can get the sound effects. Um, those came through actually kind of loud in the podcast. Oh, they did? But it's a good way to, like, hey, pay attention. <laughs> Uh, catch you off guard, make you, you off like make you like throw your device over your shoulder or something. But yeah, football right now. Uh, one thing that I saw on the news that I know is going to make a lot of Bears fans happy. Um, Charlie, Char- Charlie the Jedi. He's actually in Philadelphia right now with his mm. father. Okay. Uh, he's he's been doing like a big tour of like City Hall and all kinds of stuff. I'm super jealous because I'm an architecture nerd, and that city is like, um, you know, it's old, a lot of history. Yep. He got to go up the rocky steps. Things like that. <laughs> that should be a song we have in the intro. Is that my wedding? But Mitchell Trubisky will be starting against the Vikings this this coming Monday for Monday Night Football. He was the number two pick. They traded up four four picks to get him. I think. Yeah. He they they, they think they think he's special. And he people, might be. And he people could be. like a lot Bears fans are like, "What are you doing when that happened?" Because they didn't really. Well, I mean, they they do need a quarterback. Yeah, but the fact I mean, they didn't end up starting him is like what the heck. <laughs> Trubisky didn't do a whole lot in college. He didn't start a whole lot of games, um, so he's kind of that. Maybe he could be, but uh, so far, uh, Watson's paid off in Houston. Jared Goff has made leaps and bounds of improvement. He's not a rookie anymore, but it's only his second year. Um, so maybe they're just Todd Gurley's doing work. Gurley's doing work. Holy but cow! As the far as quarterbacks go, I mean. A lot of the recent high draft picks have done okay. Prescott, Goff, Watson. Ezekiel Elliott. Well, I mean. I'm talking quarterbacks. Uh, oh, you're just quarterbacks. Uh, quarterbacks. Uh, I'm just like rookies. Yeah. Uh, Mariota is obviously a little older, but he's working out. Um, there's been a few. Uh, Griffin. The reason I'm why I, I specifically mention quarterbacks because I think it's a little easier for rookie running backs to make an impact. Yeah, I think so, too. Give them the ball and go run. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little more complicated than that, but it's not quite the intricacies and the nuance and the 
language of an entire offense that the quarterback's responsible for. It's true. And running backs, they typically sub out on third downs. Yeah. They call, call running backs yeah. at third down back. Running back is know your gap, know your blocking responsibility. Go for it. And Have fun. And quarterbacks, are, they're, they're meant to be like that staple of your franchise, yeah. the face of your franchise. And you got to read the defense. you got to direct the line. you got to direct your receivers. Watch watch any video about a quarterback talking about the pre-snap process. It's insane all the it's reads like yeah I, I love watching those uh it's like interviews where john gruden will meet up with a quarterback i remember like with andrew luck when he was coming in the league as a rookie and he was helping him break down plays and he, and he knew andrew luck has like high iq mm-hmm. for the game and he was just like throwing all these curveballs at him like the, the spider two wide banana and he's like oh that's what this is this is that and this is that and andrew luck is just like totally mm-hmm. and I, I don't know it's really uh, yeah, I, I think it's probably quite a bit different of a transition for a quarterback from a college pro than running back. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a different game. Guys are more advanced in the NFL, and the language is just different going from college to pro. Yeah, you gotta, I mean, some things are the same. but A gap's a gap, but an offense is completely different than college. Sometimes, most of the time. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, th- I think that makes so, complete I think, sense. I think that was a fair point. See what else happened in football this week. Is there anything crazy to talk about? Um, the, yes, Troy beat LSU, and, and that's kind of a big deal because LSU is ranked number five. five. Yeah, so college football fans, the LSU Tigers, the SEC second uh, pride and joy behind Alabama, lost to a Sun Belt team in Troy. A good Sun Belt team uh, in Troy, but. LSU should never lose to any Sun Belt team in any season. Uh, you should be able to out recruit just talent, <laughs> better, better, a better class of talent. Uh, not taken away from Troy. It's a very impressive win, but this is coaching. This is this is coaching, and it wasn't like Troy beat LSU on a, a hail mary or some Statue of Liberty play. No, they they were up like twenty-one to seven in the fourth quarter. Like it, it wasn't close. Which it's just uh, so crazy. Yeah, the the final score is not indicative of how much of a beatdown this game was. It was just <clears throat> they had the lead and they kind of held on. And, and they, they they just played better football. Troy was the better team than LSU, and that shouldn't happen. Um, I mean, the only good reason, for Troy. yeah, good for Troy. I mean, good for we, you, the Idaho Vandals play Troy like every they, year. They're going to get stopped. <laughs> good for you, Troy. Um, but like the only thing I can think of with LSU is they just lost their their running back to the draft this year, but. That's that, that. That's no excuse. It shouldn't um, be an excuse. Every with that type every college of team loses players. Troy lost players last year. Yeah, um, exactly. Just your your budget, your facilities, your talent level should all carry you through pretty much. So this is pure coaching. Uh, Coach O at Orgeron has gone from embrace to embattled. I guess is the word. Very quickly. <laughs> Um, gone from oh yeah, you'll be a great substitute for uh, for Les Miles to you God, blew it. Your buyout is so big, we got to keep you around. <laughs> so he's got a hell of a buyout in his contract. So good for his agent and good for him. But bad he's not for a that. popular guy. You don't just <laughs> like if they would have lost Alabama, sure you get it. You understand another SEC team? Cool, get it. Big Ten, cool, get it. ACC, cool, get it. Sun Belt. What? what the hell are you doing? Like, what is the Sun Belt? Yeah, Sun Belt teams lose to Division Two schools, not not beat SEC teams. So, 
And I, I remember before the season started that Troy was getting votes as being like an underdog team that could do really well this year. Yeah, they're a good team. Don't don't don't, right. don't get me wrong. Just, they're a very yeah. good team. Not discounting that, but yeah. I mean like they had something going for them. LSU has something being taken away from them in a way, and like the two kind of like and the paths crossed and Troy took over. Yeah. So even if Troy's underrated and LSU's overrated, LSU should still beat Troy. Right. It just yeah. Just how the things it's just how it should be. Like in our notes, we have no fluke, bruh. No fluke, bruh. <laughs> and I, I'm not mad that LSU lost. I'm just that was the biggest thing, biggest takeaway from just me. Like, just wow, mind blown. Uh, what else is going on in college football, Kyle? Uh, well, the only thing that I can really think of with college football is the Vandals. Uh, Vandals. We had a bye week last week, so we didn't get to watch a game together. But this this week, the Idaho Vandals will be playing University of Louisiana Lafayette. At a homecoming in, in uh, Moscow, Idaho. Yes. Uh, this is the game that I intended to make it to, but then, you know, Kansas City trip kind of got in the way. But totally worth it. Uh, <laughs> Feel free to donate tickets to Abstract Sports. <laughs> yes. <laughs> donate tickets to any sporting event. We will cover it for you and take pictures for you. Sounds like a good deal to me. Yeah, we'll, Heck. we'll get you an ad on our Twitter. And <laughs> oh, we can do all that stuff. Yeah, the Vandals come in at 2-2 two and two and a favorite versus... Uh, the uh, Raging Cajuns, who are 1-3. We have a high-scoring offense, but a pretty porous, porous might even be a generous word, um, inept defense yes. in, the, in the Raging Cajuns. They they give up a lot of yards. A lot of yards. Uh, the Vandals, on paper, and kind of to the eye test, because I watched a little bit of the, the Louisiana game uh, last week. The Vandals look like a better team, but they're also the Vandals, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of unpredictable yeah. in that way. It was a good, uh, it was a good, good win last week. So, but we'll see. But, yeah. So, who did we play a couple weeks ago? It was uh, uh, we played University of Southern Alabama in right. like a nine-hour football game due to some weather delays <laughs> and technical right. issues, <laughs> and ended up winning in double overtime. Um, it's a good team win, especially on the road, a couple thousand miles away from home, and predicted to lose that game, and we won. Yeah. So we ended up having their uh, getting their offensive coordinator fired. So, boom! You know you're doing good things when you get people fired. Yeah, <laughs> no, nothing's more telling of a football game if you get a coach fired. Yeah, that's pretty so, good. That's pretty good. Um, so but, we'll see. Yeah, so we'll be watching that game this Saturday. I think we're gonna have a little get together and probably watch some football. We should do that. Um, let's make it a thing. Yeah. But, anyways, I feel like we did a, like way too much basketball and not enough of other things today. But uh, that pretty much covers all the sports, like strictly sports-related stuff. Um, now I want to just get into the question of the week. I mean, we did want to keep this episode shorter, and we're definitely doing that, which I'm happy about. Um, cramming a ton of information into one episode I think is really good for engagement, especially when people are here. Um, but maybe next time we'll get them in here for sure. Um, we'll have to come up with some solutions for some marketing. <laughs> like, please watch. We should give away a T-shirt or something. Well, if... See, if you keep doing giveaways, and people are like, oh, I'll just show up for the giveaways all the time. No. But I do have shirts I could give away. We could... We could give away a shirt. If you want a giveaway, you let us know in the comments. Wherever you're watching or listening, let us know. Is a shirt giveaway a good idea? Do you think we should do that? Uh, get at us, and uh, maybe we'll do one next time, next week. I'll cover the cost of the giveaway shirt if we give away No, it's not. It's not. We could... I'll follow you on Twitter. I'm a pretty popular guy. I've got lots of followers. Yeah, we can follow back. Not really. I'll follow you, though. <laughs> we'll, we'll follow uh, back. Yeah. We'll... Um, 
Can I, I mean, talk about your team for two minutes? <laughs> I think that's a cool thing. Like, if you like, if you come to the show, tell us what your favorite team is. We'll look up some stuff. We'll we'll shout them out right there yeah. on the spot. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about your stuff. That's a great idea. Because I mean, when my you get, stuff's not more important than your stuff. We're, yeah, we're equals. when you get in the chat and you talk to us. Our, that kind of like can steer our conversation. Yeah. That's what happened the one day we had a bunch of people in that here. Was, that was a good episode. That was a great one. And so uh, I, if you're at this point in the episode and you're hearing this, definitely come through the Twitch chat next time. Um, it would be a really good time for you. I can pretty much guarantee it. As long as we can keep it not political. <laughs> Slightly political, just relevant to Relevant to sports, sports. yes. So. Uh, so anyways, for the question of the week, last week we asked you guys, what would be your proactive solution to the silent protest? And then we were just talking about politics. This is one of those things where politics kind of crosses into sports and it kind of affects the viewing of the game and, you know, for better or worse, depending on the person you are yeah. and your beliefs. Um, and so I think what people want to see is they want to see, like, they want to see these players carry out their, their passion for this protest and everything they believe in and see something actually happen rather than it interfere with their sports day. Um, like they, they don't want to, they don't want watching football to turn into watching players kneel on the field. They'd rather see them do something in the community. Yeah. Um, and I think that's this, that goes for both sides of that, that aisle. Um, and so I mentioned some things last week and immediately after I gave my, my suggested answer that I had, I saw things pop up right about it. And I was like blown away. So my answer to this, like what my proactive solution to the silent protests is, um, I had mentioned having the NFL Players Association form like a, um, either one big organization or an organization for each team that allows the players on each team to have an outlet to um, act on their protests and make a difference in their community relating to those topics that they were trying to discuss with their protest. Um, and I, I swear, as soon as the podcast was over and Micah left my house, um, I got on Twitter and I was just scrolling through my feed and I found, um, of course the Patriots are at the head of the game. They were the first link that I saw. Uh, and I'm going to share this in the chat as well. And so links that I, I share in the chat, I'll probably share in the description on, on YouTube and SoundCloud and stuff. So people who, are, who listen there regularly can get these links, but this is called TakeTheLeadBoston.org, and I'm going to open this up and just kind of riff about this a little bit. So basically, the description of it is that it's a collaboration between New England sports teams to stand up to racism and hate speech. Um, and their logo is really cool. It's got a logo for every single team in the Boston area, including the Patriots, the Boston Bruins, Red Sox, Celtics, and their soccer affiliate. I don't know their team. The E is an equal sign. Yeah, the like take the lead is the top of the E and it lead it and the bottom of the E is an equal sign. Yeah, it's beautiful. Just beautiful design. Um and and one thing that I love is that like they have this on their I mean I'm talking about design stuff now, but when you first look at the site, the image in the background is black and white and you scroll and it's almost like you get clarity. And I think that's one thing that I mean I, you have to go see the site. You have to go check the link to know what I'm talking about, but that's sort of what this program is going to do for um, everybody involved. It's going to help them understand the other side a little bit better. It's going to help them get clarity on an issue they may not know so much about, um, whether it's one side or the other. And Boston, that area, is a really highly, like, densely populated area, and I guarantee there's a lot of diversity there. 
and this education on these topics can go a long way. Um, I think the Seahawks also had one, and it was just specific to the Seahawks. But I think take the lead, combining all the sports into one is like even better than my idea, because <laughs> then you're getting people from different professions talking about this. Um, Hockey and basketball. They meet together and they're trying to conquer the same human things yeah. that pertain to them. So yeah, racism and hate doesn't stop it. Yeah, it doesn't stop it a sport or anything like that. It it's kind of it, it has to do with everybody. Yeah. So I think that message is very clear there, and I think it's something you have to tackle within a community, like on a community to community basis, because it's this issue is different everywhere. Um, um, other areas may not be as diverse as others and you have different ideals that go along with that and the other. So definitely really cool. Uh, go check it out. Take the lead Boston.org. If you're in that area, look, see if you can get involved. They have a lot of information on their site. I'm scrolling through. They've got, uh, different athletes or alumni who are involved. So like a player from each team in that list. Um, and it's such a cool idea. But it, it's just so funny that I had a similar idea and then it kind of blew up. Um, but obviously they have the platform more than we do. But um, yeah, you can go there and you can say join us. You can sign up for a newsletter. And their idea is that you can use the hashtag take the lead to show how you are taking the lead in your community, home, or workplace. So maybe it doesn't even have to pertain to Boston area. If you want to show how you're taking the lead, uh, hashtag take the lead and share something that relates to uh, equality and uh, killing racism in America. Hmm. So pretty cool. Um, but so my idea was a little more simplified than that, but I think that what they're doing is brilliant. Um, and I, I don't think we have any other answers from, from clay this week. I think our episodes are getting kind of long, so <laughs> we're doing okay this week. Yeah, we're doing good this week. We're just a little over an hour, I think. So, um, but what are what are your thoughts? Did you come up with any uh, solutions from the last time we talked about this? Me? Yeah. Kill everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just start over. Start over. <laughs> uh, no, there's... Deep down, there's always going to be issues. Yeah, right? there always will be. Just the nature of humans. Yeah, there's always going to be issues. Uh, the issue right now is... They have and they have nots, and how they disagree. Mm -hmm. um, surrounding staffers or surrounding Marshawn Lynch with staffers in order to block the cameras is not a good idea. Is not going to do anything to help that. Um, I I think the only solution um, to let bygones be bygones, maybe. I, I don't know if it's probably not a popular opinion, but just like uh, just move on. Yeah. <clears throat> The protests are good. That's that's fine. Keep it going. Good stuff. But right now, the story is about the wrong thing. Yeah. It, it did get shifted. Yeah, it became, oh, they're doing this versus why are they doing this? And until that changes, yeah, we're not going to see a difference. Yeah, so I um, think something like what the Boston sports groups are doing is a, is a good thing. Yeah. Take it into the community, um, educate the youth on, on topics that are very important to all humans everywhere, not just in America. 
Um, really, what it boils down to is I didn't do my homework, so that was just a, no. <laughs> that's something I just said. no. That's all right. And it's yeah. also not an easy thing to. It's like, not. It's really not. It's a hard thing to talk about, but that it's, it's, it doesn't have a simple solution. It's a complex problem requiring a complex solution. If you can get one. exactly, I think the, the general answer is to get people together and talk and like get yeah. to know each other and you know yeah, just, no more knee jerk reactions. Why are you kneeling? Yeah. Can I help you kneel? <laughs> yeah, but like instead of you're kneeling, I don't get like up. It. Yeah, yeah, guy, you, you guy, you, you guy, don't do that. There's man. words that we're not gonna say here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's the issue right now is it's get up, guy, instead of what's wrong, guy. Yeah, hey man, hey man, can I help you? What's the root of this issue, man? Yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, instead of I want you to kneel, and be like I would like you to kneel. I'm gonna help you or. I want you to stand instead of what can I do to get you to stand? Right. Yeah. It's about action. Yeah. Making ends meet. Yeah. Uh, give and take instead of just stand up. Instead of agreed. Let's let's work it out. Yep. I like that. Yeah. For not doing your homework, I think you're hitting it on the head. So nice work. Welcome <laughs> to my college career. <laughs> just BSing it last minute. Oh, that's due today. I think we can all appreciate that. <laughs> Um, so for next week's question, this one obviously a little bit lighter. Um, we're getting away from the politics a little bit, thankfully. Um, although those are great discussions to have, especially with this type of thing that we're doing with sports, where it's abstract, it's related to human beings. Uh, but let's talk about a little more of a sports thing, um, but also a little bit not sports, a little abstract, of course. Um, so for next week, I want you to think about what is the school the blooper words. Yeah, think about how phrase the question. Um, talk good on the podcast thing. Okay, so the question is, what is the coolest sporting event you've ever been to? Why was it special? Was it location, team, the stakes of that game? Were there a particular player that was involved, or were there records broken at a game you went to? I want to hear your story on the coolest sporting thing that's happened for you. Um, yes. So like, if you went to a local football game, that's the coolest thing you've done. And, like, you saw a kid catch a ball and do a backflip after he got hit. You know, just something. It could be anything. Um, I have, I mean, in the last five years or so, I've accumulated a great handful of things I can talk about. So I think this is going to be a cool discussion for everybody to, to be a part of. Got Tell us your favorite sports thing. So, I mean, you got a bunch. I got one or two. One or two? I got, man. One or two that are worth talking about. I can think of, oh, man. Two or seven. Two or seven. <laughs> some could be quick. Some will be a little bit longer. But um, I'm looking forward to the discussion next week uh, and hearing other people's stories. So um, with all of that, I think that pretty much does it for episode 27. Um, I want to thank anybody who is listening to this wherever you are, whether it's SoundCloud, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter. I mean, you can find it any place. Um, I definitely appreciate uh, all the support we can get. Drop a comment. Let us know how we're doing. Follow us on Twitter at Abstract Sports. Um, we'll have a screen coming up after we close out here that will that'll tell you all the places you can find us. We even have a Snapchat, and I know that's your favorite. Um, but that's all I've got. Do you have any final words you want to leave the people with? Two plus two equals four. Boom! You heard it here first. Dropping bombs. <laughs> Uh, well, anyways, thanks for listening to episode 27 of Abstract Sports. We will see you next Wednesday.